Welcome back to DK's podcast, Bee Tales. This episode is titled, 10 Ways to Help Protect Honeybees. My name is Donna Lynn Kent, and I am the author of a children's picture book titled, Painting for Honeybees. And I'd like to take this time first to thank you for visiting my podcast. And hopefully you have had a chance to hear my story read aloud. If not, be sure to click on the podcast titled, Author's Reading, and learn how a busy, Beekeeper educates school children about honeybees. If you have a copy of my book, that is so awesome, and I thank you very much and for caring about honeybees, artwork, and maybe even a little science and math too. However, if you don't, well then, you're in luck, because today I'm going to share an excerpt from my book called 10 Ways to Help Protect Honeybees. But please be sure to check out some other episodes as well, like the glossary words that are found throughout my story and another one with some wildly entertaining honeybee fun facts. So, let's begin. 10 Ways to Help Protect Honeybees Honeybees really do help our planet bloom. And according to the Honeybee Conservancy here in the U.S., honeybees are considered heroes of our planet. In other words, they are one of many insects that play an important role in the pollination of many plants and flowers, to include our food-producing plants, such as fruit and veggie. That's why it's so important to help protect these honeybees. Number one, plant bee-friendly plants and herbs. In other words, things like mint, parsley, rosemary, dandelions, wildflowers, lavenders. These are just a few examples, but the list is literally endless. So go ahead, pick out your favorite scent or your favorite colors, and I can promise you, the bees will agree. (laughs) Number two, support your local beekeepers. Buy honey locally. Buying honey locally from places like farmer's markets is not only better for you because it may strengthen your immune system, helping you reduce allergy symptoms caused by plants in your own area, but it cuts down on the production of mass-produced or commercial honey farms. Number three, be friendly, and that's bee with a B-E-E. Don't kill or swat at honeybees. Stay calm and walk away. They will lose interest in you and they'll fly away. In other words, you aren't food. You may smell pretty to a bee, your clothes, your hair, your skin, but eventually the bee will realize you're not a food source and it will lose interest in you soon enough as long as you stay calm and go about your business. Number four, help to protect swarms. Call your local authority for proper beehive or nest removal. Bees do swarm and do scout for new places to call home. And unfortunately, sometimes your home looks like the perfect new retreat. But don't fret, most beekeepers or local beekeeper associations will remove them for free. It may take a couple of days to get all the bees relocated to a convenient mobile beehive, but they'll go. Number five, avoid the pesticide or any other harmful chemicals. Limit the use of pesticides during blooming and pollen season. This is, this one really speaks volume. It's relatively simple. 
Just don't pesticide the insects that are literally help your garden or your lawn or your plants grow. If you have to use a harmful chemical, use it as instructed and sparingly, only on the troubled spot. Number six, keep the weeds. If you don't want dandelions and clovers growing in your yard, just dig them up and throw them out in a field or in the woods. Honeybees love them. I love this one. I'm from the South and I have a lot of dandelions and clovers and other flowering weeds that are a constant annoyance in my otherwise manicured St. Augustine grass lawn. But I simply dig them up, pull them up, whatever the case may be, because it's a weed, it'll grow anywhere. And I dispose of them. And I try to get creative when I dispose of them, like in a highway median or the side of a country road. The beads will find them and they'll certainly love them as well. Number seven, buy organic. Organic foods are grown without the use of chemical pesticides, fertilizers, and herbicides, making them more bee friendly and healthier for you. Again, this one explains itself. Consider organic, considering that organic foods may be a little more costly at the supermarkets, try buying organic from local farmers. Number eight, get wild. Be creative and sprinkle pre-mixed packets of wildflower seeds or any other type of flowering or herb-related plant in unusual places. The honeybees will surely find them. Honeybees can travel up to four miles away from their hives and visit more than 100 flowers in a single day. So again, be creative. Look around for interesting places to grow wildflowers, an unattractive ditch in your front yard, the edge of a retention pond, the side of an embankment on a highway ramp. The list is endless. Pinterest is great for planning ideas, but just be sure that you take a parent with you. Don't ever go along the highway without an adult. And number nine, join the movement and learn about this fascinating insect by sharing your knowledge with others. And that's exactly what I'm doing with you today and in my book, Painting for Honeybees. It's so easy. These are one of the smallest but most intriguing insects we share globally, and they need our continual support to keep our planet healthy. Just sharing that simplistic sentiment will broaden someone's eyes, and I can promise you will help the bees survive. Number 10, this one's funny. Become a beekeeper too. Well, I'll have to be honest with you. I love honeybees, and I'm not really afraid of them, but I am not a beekeeper. However, uh, it, it is a little more difficult and it's much harder to do than some of the other items on my, on my list of 10 ways to help protect the honeybees. But in our efforts to help protect them, you don't necessarily have to become a beekeeper. I know quite a few of them and I wholeheartedly respect their courage and resilience to continue their beekeeping labor of love. But be friendly with beekeepers. And like I said earlier, Try to buy local honey and try to buy local fruits and vegetables that are organic because you know that they're bee friendly and support your local beekeeper associations. Reach out to them and support them and offer them any assistance if you can. 
They're small organizations. It's a small group of people. And usually every bit of the money that they make is all the money that they put into their hard work. So that's basically it for 10 ways to help honeybees. And I want to say one more time, thank you so much for listening to my podcast. Excuse me, I'm tongue-tied. And also, I wanted to mention to you that I do have some other episodes that I think that you'll enjoy. So maybe you can listen to them as well. So remember, be happy. As an added note, I would like to thank the Jacksonville Beekeepers Association. Jack's Bees. They've done a great job of educating our society here in Jacksonville and the citizens. They participate in so many different events around town and they have really helped me learn a lot about honeybees and beekeeping. And some of those facts and interesting things that I've learned, I was able to put into my book, Painting for Honeybees. And I really just want to give them a big shout out for all their support. They've been wonderful. Thank you.